Welcome to the survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And we're and off the <laughs> island. We've made it back to society. And we're not doing a... We're, we're doing two episodes on one topic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the society we've gotten back to isn't exactly the one we left behind. Well, now we're just back to normal society. Are we yeah, just yeah. back to the normal world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could change next week, but this week we're asking, is Big Brother watching? Yeah, no, we're going to do 1984, but we figured that's a very, very broad topic that we should yes. probably lead into it with. The, the, the classic thing would be do 1984 and then follow up with, oh, how's the world like 1984 today? But it makes more sense to actually do it beforehand. Yeah. Because future 1984 is where you're going so yeah well we're 32 years past it now and ah but 1984 isn't set in 1984 <laughs> 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 they don't the big brother doesn't exactly go by the gregorian calendar like you're not in the habit of being no, honest about it's history. not like the opening line of the film is he's like 4th of april 1984 i think the only reason it's called 1984 is because orwell wrote it in 1948 exactly he, he inverted <laughs> the date yeah and thought that'd be cool yeah um and four just sounds better than five or any... Like, 1984 yeah. just sounds... If it was called 1985, I'm not sure it would have been as successful. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's not as catchy, though, is it? Like, 1984 no, sounds... Not. Just rolls off the tongue nicely. Yeah. 1985 is really familiar to me, though. Because the year I was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do get what you're saying. It's also the name of a follow-up that wasn't written by Orwell. I know, to me, 1985 is like, 1985! <laughs> and then 1984 is really depressing. Like 1985. Is that the time he has to get in uh, Back to the Future? Isn't he? He's from yeah, 1985, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we're going to do 1984 next week, and this week we'll talk about how how we could be going in that direction. Yeah. But before we uh, get into that, I want to talk about our uh, plans for our... Acolytes. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah you've seen the uh the, the the sketch for the the potential patch oh yeah yeah how do you feel about that do you think that's a suitable <laughs> oh there's been a couple of versions no it's where i'm not sure if people have seen it but um just we need an actual artist to do it so oh yeah if yeah. there's anybody listening so i'm not sure how to go about making a patch like what groups do it there's a few but i mean i don't want to oversee that i just want like, <laughs> something like t public if they do patches yeah, you just need to get a, um, you just need the artist rendering first, I suppose. Yeah. A lot of people seem interested in it, but I was saying to you off mic about, we had this idea where we won't just have the, like, the biker patch for, like, the back of a cut, even though it'll just be printed on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would do want actual patches of a Tudo, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were talking about the idea of then going a step further with that and doing, like, a merit badge system for the end Oh, like, like the sketch. Yeah, yeah, for the end of each season, like, so you'd have the, if you get the patch, you're, you're, you're an acolyte, but then at the end of a season, like, we'll, or, like, we'll think about this ourselves, and we'll have a reward system, it'll be patches for certain, you know, if you listen to all the episodes about animals attacking, you get that merit badge, or Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a funny way to, just To reward the acolytes. yeah. Following our word. But as we said, we don't want to be involved in the day-to-day. Life. No, that was the other thing we established. Or we, did, we didn't establish, but we said ourselves. that We, the, we can't be the all 
we can't be the complete leaders of it. No, but, but the the person, the first person from every region that buys a patch is automatically the president of that yeah. of that charter. So if you're if you're from California, the first person to order when we actually get this sorted, yeah, <laughs> that is the first person to order one from California. He's got no choice in the matter. He he's or the, she is the already president. the president. Now we need to draw up some rules, like, but and you do have to follow them. So. Yeah. A lot of them, the simple As I said, we're a legitimate motorbike club. Yeah, enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. But one of the rules might actually be, we're going to discuss it, because we might not want our acolytes uh, riding motorbikes, because they're very dangerous. (laughs) No, we're we're enthusiastic about motorbikes. That doesn't mean we go around riding motorbikes. Exactly. So that might be a rule, Will. (laughs) No motorbikes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What about trikes? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe more bikes, like only smaller engine ones. Like if you've got a dangerous bike, you're not allowed in there. <laughs> and you're probably way too serious. For... Well, my hope is they would inadvertently become <laughs> really dangerous. <laughs> like, well, the funny thing is... And we just have no control over any of it at all. Like... Well, it's interesting because we're doing an episode about Big Brother and obviously a big talking point of that is going to be the NSA. And yeah. you do a podcast about the NSA. If you're not already on an NSA watch list, you end up on one. <laughs> you're going to be on one. Then. And we've opened that episode talking about starting a gang. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're, you're definitely on lists now. Yeah. Um, a club, Johnny. A club. A club of enthusiasts who, I suppose, like, without getting into really specifics, you like, know, our charters are all about, like, being nice to each other and... Uh, yeah looking after your community and, and spotting um what was it uh, undesirables undesirables keeping an eye out for undesirables yeah that's funny like I, I and our def- we'll have definitions of what are of what undesirables are there's no uh there's no laws against like gang colors or that in ireland so we don't like it's funny oh yeah we, we can actually happily call it a gang in ireland but we're not we're still not one <laughs> but we could in theory because it's in, in in the states, like there's it's in certain states, I think. Even in certain, well, there's federal uh, law against gang colors. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, gang gang, gang tends to be a federal issue. They got fed, like, yeah. gang leaders go to federal prisons. Um, they just like it's federal law. They don't. It's on, until it becomes an issue, they don't enforce it really. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to start our own club anyway to avoid to avoid things like that. So we just need an artist. Go to our Facebook. There's I posted a very rough sketch. Oh, you it's did a, yeah, yeah. It's an atomic. Well, it's a nuclear mushroom cloud with yeah. a skull face in it. We were talking about that maybe it should be a smiley face to keep with. Yeah, the, and then we have have a nice apocalypse. Yeah. But you, you, your point was that it should look like a, a serious tough guy, motorcycle yeah, yeah. gang, and just and they're all really nice guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who like set up worldwide allotments for growing veg and <laughs> to, to uh, show your dedication to the to the club would you uh, would you be willing to get the the uh, logo tattooed on you me yeah <laughs> um like does one of the guys in sons of anarchy have it like on his back like the clothes of them have oh. yeah their full back is done um maybe not a little one maybe like a little the, one on your pinky or pinky sized on the bottom of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get one like the. I'm trying to what to say. I don't know teacup size, like like yeah, over the shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah, on your heart, Johnny. No, I'd consider it anyway. I would most definitely get a T-shirt with it on it. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm dad Pretty dedicated. And But not a coat like you wouldn't go down. You no, know, and I'd get a no, I'd put a coat on like my wallet. I'd I'd like stitch one to my messenger bag and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't wear like a leather coat with yeah. <laughs> I'm not brave enough to do that. Our biker patch, anyway. We just need somebody to do that for us. It's one of those things we probably never do, because I'm not sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I must get on to John McGuinness, who did our cover art. Cause but it I should... like the idea of a fan doing it. Yeah, yeah. You see, it, it kind of needs to be a little rough around the edges anyway. Like, it shouldn't look pristine or anything. Yeah, yeah. You think John's too good an artist for it? <laughs> well, no, I was more saying I was more saying that so was, he'd be like, oh, well, it's only going to take him like 10 minutes, so it's oh, not a big okay. ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's probably listening to this because I know he listens to us when he's in work because he's working full time as an animator now. Yeah, yeah. And he just listens to podcasts all day while he's doing like does he do? Does he do like freelance art? I know he... Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. Because like a lot of people have mentioned the uh, cover we should... Like get his if he's his site or whatever. I must um, ask him for his uh, put up or just have to like link to people when they do ask. Yeah, I must ask him for his. Um, I'm sure he has a an Imgur or something. But so, Big Brother is yeah. Uh, Started as a British reality TV show. <laughs> did it actually, did that start as a British? Was that American originally? No, I think bought? it was English first. Okay. Yeah. But the, I was reading a uh, thing about it there, someone saying how it was, but the original idea came from 1984. Well, yeah, of course. And it's... then, but that's where they, like the whole concept for Big Brother, the reality show was through uh, influence from 1984, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's still a thing. I didn't know this. Did you know this? It's like still I, on TV. I knew there was still a celebrity one. Shit like that so far. Like I've, I don't, I haven't, I haven't turned on an actual physical television in probably two years. Oh, I'm the same. Unless I'm like in someone else's house. Yeah, like I haven't, I've definitely, I've seen it, but I haven't turned on one myself. Like. Yeah, yeah. So that's one version of Big Brother. <laughs> Maybe the scariest version. Yeah. <laughs> but recently, well. There's always been like, oh, the world's getting like 1984 and Big Brother's watching. But in the last yep. three years, it's become more, a lot more, a lot more since the, the leaks, the Snowden documents and yes. sort of the revelation of what exactly the NSA have been doing. People was, always knew the NSA was spying, just not to, to the that extent. extent. Yeah. 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 All the other fucking organizations that exist yeah, that NSA. aren't CIA and NSA. Because a lot of people think NSA and CIA are the same thing too. But no, they're... but CIA are only they they can't uh, they can't be involved in anything in domestic. America. Yeah, yeah, anything yeah. domestic. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and then NSA, NSA is domestic security. Basically. Well, but no, they, NSA is it was meant to of... be. Well, they they weren't meant to be domestic either. Oh, really? Okay. Um. No, it's a bit different with NSA because they, there's a lot of things they weren't meant to be that they were doing. Yeah. But same with CIA as well. Oh, yeah. NSA was, when it was founded, like, they weren't... Everything was about spying on foreign foreign citizens. Like, they, they oh, weren't yeah, allowed yeah. to have anything else to do with American citizens. Oh, no, but it was foreign citizens in America. No, no, not no? originally. Oh, no, okay, no, yeah, that, yeah. that was what the Patriots Act was about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I but anyway, my whole point is it goes, Patriot Act is... Where it really yeah, yeah, changed because yeah. you were saying about three in the last three four years since Snowden. I was like, I'm just staying 
Back yeah. a bit further is the Patriot Act really changed a lot of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, let's like to go back from the beginning. The NSA was founded at, like it was after World War Two, and it was about just getting intelligence for future yeah. conflicts. Uh, so it was like fifties. I don't know the exact. I suppose it was it's, the, it's the National Security Agency. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they did was look after national security. Though that's not what the NSA stood for originally. Really, it was no such agency. Really. Apparently, apparently the NSA originally the initials meant nothing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the Americans love acronyms and abbreviations. (laughs) Like everything has to be an abbreviation. But apparently there was, uh, yeah, there was actually no. The joke was there was no such agency. That's very funny. But apparently, originally stood for nothing. But yeah, but a lot of people only heard about it after the Snowden leaks. Yeah. Before that, was a lot of conspiracy nuts talking about them. Yeah, yeah, people are like, oh, you're crazy. The NSA are just uh, did well. That's because it was usually followed by the NSA. You're putting fluoride in your water <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Let's be honest. No, like it was always the NSA are spying on people. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was always what, <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. what conspiracy theorists are saying. Yeah, they were pretty much a hundred percent right. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but just people, people have short term memories because after nine eleven, when everybody was giving out about like, oh, they shouldn't, they knew and they didn't do anything and yeah. President Clinton had warned that people just repeat shit they heard in the news. What that story was actually about was the NSA. Yeah. The NSA knew that there was going to be a terrorist attack. And when everybody was like saying like, oh, they should have put more things in place to stop that. That's why the Patriots Act happened yeah. because people are like, oh, you should have been able to do something about this. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, okay, Patriots Act. The Peters Act was bullshit, but it's the people that complained originally that yeah, so they were like, oh, we sh- need more power yeah. to do this. Uh, but the NSA has existed for a long time. They, we, we would probably, the sh- with the shit we talk in this podcast, where we yeah. like over-exaggerate everything, yeah. <laughs> we, we'd be living in the road now if the NSA didn't exist because the Cuban Missile Crisis, that was all down to the NSA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they're the ones that got the intelligence that the Russians had missiles in cuba that could have gone an entire different way if the nsa (laughs) weren't involved agencies like that need to exist for those exact reasons but corruption can like poison anything (laughs) yeah that's the the lesson to be learned from it yeah they've they've depicted it really have you ever watched um what's the good wife TV series, they've done loads uh, of stuff. I'm not on. married, so I don't. I'm not forced to watch. <laughs> it's a really, it's really Scott uh, TV show. Uh, no, it's a really good TV show. Uh, but they do. It's all just a legal drama, basically. Um, it's courtroom drama stuff. But yeah, that's what that would lose me on it. Like they've done loads of stuff on NSA doing like phone tapping and yeah. Stuff. yeah. Like there's, there's one. The main character, her husband, is like a governor, and they basically find out that there's a wiretap on her phone because she was involved with defending some uh, whistleblower in a court case. And there's a really clever part where the governor is trying to find out if she is wiretapped or if he's wiretapped and he's trying to get rid of the wiretap. So he rings this other governor who he knows is in charge of like wiretapping and stuff this. And he goes, um, I've heard this rumor that I've been wiretapped. So is my wife. And the, the guy on the phone's like, no, no, not at all. And he's just like, Okay, do you remember the other week we were playing golf and you were talking about uh, buying that new yacht? And he was just like, um, "Let's uh, let's uh, not talk about this here on the phone right now. Hey, why don't we meet up and play another round of golf?" And he's just like, "Well, you know, does your wife know about you know this kind of stuff?" Yeah. And he's just goes in and he goes, um, "I uh, I gotta go." And then 
suddenly just cuts to these guys in an office going, we're taking the wiretap off. Uh, <laughs> such and such. Like, it's really clever. And they keep cutting to the huge rooms of the guys who are just sitting around listening all day. Um, and there's these reoccurring characters of like these four guys who just s- spend half their day sending each other like really horrible porn while they're listening to wiretaps, just trying to annoy each other. And they're just being yeah, like yeah. computer geeks and stuff. It's really, really well done. But like that's not uh, the NSA doesn't really need hasn't really needed to wiretap and like yeah, just listening in. Yeah. Uh, well, like the microphone on everybody's phone can be accessed. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, there's you, no bugs in anything. Like they're not going around planting bugs everywhere. Or no. Like no. They still um, do that for when to have like diplomats coming over and stuff. They'll like bug hotel rooms and stuff because yeah. they want to like a conversation me and you were having where there's no microphones in front of us. They want yeah. to hear that too. But as far as like listening to people's phone calls, like, yeah, they don't need to do any work on that side anymore. But even with the listening in, they like, they don't, because that was the thing when all that stuff came out with Snowden and people are like, oh, you don't need to worry. It's not like, it's not like there's somebody in, sitting in a room listening to little old me. It's like, they don't yeah. need manpower to do that anymore. They're like, they've got programs that will just fill anything that's said that's important. Yeah. it'll pick that up and that'll be kept on file yeah. most of it's done completely automated like yeah they build programs on people based on like recurring word usage word you, yeah. yeah like even you know a lot of people think having different email addresses you know different email address for facebook than you use for twitter would make it impossible for a program to or for someone like the NSA to make a profile on you, but just using the same password. Like if you've got a, a password that let's say it's something people wouldn't use, your date of birth and biscuit. Not yeah, gonna yeah. be many of them. That'll if if that sees like that there's any any other account on the internet that uses the same password on two different yeah, things. Yeah. Like, well that's that's that person. Like you yeah, can make yeah. a link through anything. Like it's so easy for them to make up a profile of people. Yeah. They must have a lot of people who have one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> you see, that'd be too common, so they won't use yeah, that. Yeah. But that person will just like that person's phone number is probably on their Facebook page anyway. So, <laughs> with a picture of their new credit card yeah, yeah. when it arrives. If you've used the internet in the last ten years, you've created a trail of some kind. Yeah, well, yeah. not just the, you've definitely created a trail, but like there is a profile, whether it's NSA or just a marketing firm that eat, that extract or to buy data from Pokemon Go to yeah. advertise. It, it does whoever it is. There's a profile for you somewhere. Yeah, by a company that you don't know has your information. You wouldn't want to have your information, but somebody has it. Like yeah, without yeah. question. <laughs> so you like there's loads of little things like on the simplest term right we have here with our internet we got a house phone because it's all like the one package yeah yeah you can have everything with the tv or without a tv right? yeah that's so we, we did the without a tv but you have to have a phone or you pay for the phone anyway so you might as well have the phone and hmm. uh, like only four people have the phone number to that phone and that's my parents katie's parents my brother who lives in france and Katie's granny who lives in England. Yeah, yeah. And they're the only people who use that landline. At least once a day, the phone rings. And it's somebody looking for, specifically under Katie's maiden name, looking for, like, to sell her fucking windows or solar panels yeah, or yeah. to donate to a charity or something. And, like, the company who we got the phone off are like, no, we don't share your data with anyone. It's like, well, clearly you do because... Of course, yeah. You created that phone number 
nobody has this phone. I don't even know what the number is myself. It's in my phone, but I don't know what the number is. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, and the only people who ring us are people trying to sell us shit. Yeah, yeah. Under Katie's maiden name that she doesn't even use anymore. <laughs> so they always go, oh, are you Mr.? And then give the maid, like her maiden name. And I go, no, there's nobody by that name here. You've the wrong, num- you've the wrong house. And I'm not telling a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you could, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can. I know, yeah. You can lie to. <laughs> I know, but I take pride in the idea that I'm not lying. Um, but yeah, and you see, that's the thing with like when people always have that fear about like all the permissions they give when they download a new app. Yeah, and so almost you don't really need to worry about them. Well, you do need to worry in a way, but the last thing Pokemon Go, well, maybe not Pokemon Go, because there's the whole. But you can listen to those conspiracy guys for that. Conspiracy. Are they doing an episode on it? They've they? done a. They've done the Pokemon Go. Oh, cool. No, yeah, well, you know, like, remember when Facebook, they made it that you had to get Facebook chat, and when you saw the permissions, when you download it, it's just access yeah. to everything and everything. Everybody's really worried, but like apps like that, when they want your data, they actually they don't. The last thing they care about is what you look like in your name. Oh yeah, completely. Because like, they can learn more from what you buy and. Yeah. why that would interest another advertiser and all they're interested in is, is the best way to get information to make you think you want this new item and have you buy it and that's yeah, all they care about. money off you that's yeah yeah so they're never really going to you're not too you're not really at risk there not right away but the the problem the problem being what do they decide to do with that information in 10 and 15 years time yeah. like i remember i was uh reading it was a wired article but it was an interview with some like expert um so like a snowden-esque type figure and he was talking about how it's almost a certainty that in the next five years uh <laughs> everybody in the world's porn history will be released to the public <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you'll be able to look up what that's crazy yeah because that's that was one of the first sort of things that was being passed around. Wow. Because there was a lot of money to be made from porn on the internet once yeah, upon a yeah. time. For, but, I think now nobody makes Well, money. that's it. And now that data kind of is worthless. Yeah. yeah. So, so just release it. Yeah, like they might not deliberately release it, but there'll be no... Well, it's like the NSA, say, to use them for example, they're not just tasked with extracting information from foreigners or people they're spying on they're also yeah. tasked with like protecting their own data yeah all those companies that are selling your data so much of it is about protecting it as well because they don't want it to be readily available to other they want to no, they sell, want to sell it. it they yeah, want to protect yeah. it for them well, now that all that data is not really worth anything it's just not going to be protected so it's just going to be out there oh, okay yeah yeah like so it's not yeah like those companies won't leak it themselves because they're like oh wouldn't this be funny <laughs> but they're just not going to be protecting it so people that just know the yeah. way around like getting into a server and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. it'll just be very easy for people to extract it if they want to. Yeah, yeah so like think of that next time you're looking that up like fucking i don't know what's a what's an embarrassing <laughs> i don't consider <laughs> any <laughs> like, uh, well, I mean, or, or none of it like yeah it's thing it just be keywords that you actively search because everybody's seen a thumbnail and clicked into it and been like oh no no yeah no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you exit out <laughs> Um, so it was literally like a history of, well first of all if it was a history of everything you watched like nobody would ever be able to read through it like no. it'd just be miles and miles long <laughs> but 
yeah, so I imagine searches you've typed in. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be surely it'd be the ma- like it'd be the top ten kind of. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing. So we're not doing this live. Well, no, it's not like so there's no Wi-Fi on the Zoom recorder, so we're not being listened to yet. Yeah, yeah. Although there's microphones in the laptop and on both our phones, they could. That's be. true. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> all those have shit microphones uh, <laughs> that's the thing like i was always kind of like made an effort to buy a shit phone because i remember like because you know like the whole idea with them having access to your camera too my yeah. old phone it took me about two minutes to actually take a photo on it the camera was <laughs> so shit so i was like there's no way the nsa are watching me they like, yeah they're just like oh. Oh, well, you couldn't even record. It was too slow to record video. <laughs> you're probably like you're probably getting bombarded with ads to like upgrade your phone and stuff because they want to see what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, the internet was so shit on that. I'm not sure I ever got any pop ups either. Yeah. I just That's couldn't really even funny. use the internet. It was just it was almost yeah. just like an old phone. But oh yeah, the biggest the biggest trade of information is between private companies. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, I remember I did a working as freelance doing freelance video. I did. Um, I had to record these like lectures that this guy was putting on in Dublin and they're all for like entrepreneurs and business and stuff and they did this big long one it was like three hours long and it was a panel of experts and they were explaining how you can sell your mailing lists Mm. and they must have gone on for about three hours about this and then eventually like they got to the questions point and so many people were like what's a mailing list (laughs) and in all, in all, like fairness to the audience, I was just standing there, just kind of going, "Oh my god!" And they got into all these debates and stuff, and it was basically panel themselves forgot to explain at the start that you have to have a business where you've acquired a, a yeah, mailing yeah. list, and having a mailing list is a way you can make extra income on the side of your business. So loads of people were like, but where are you getting these mailing lists? Why are you mailing these people? And all it was so funny, and I was just standing there like. There was actually moments where I must have been shaking the camera because I was trying really hard not to laugh. Like, because everybody was so confused by the whole thing. I was just like, oh my God, people aren't getting this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But they, but anyway, their whole thing was like how much money you can make. And there was one guy who was explaining like, how he just runs like a blog and writes ebooks and he makes his money off selling mailing lists. <laughs> and like he's doing it full time. Like, he's making a full time living, like whatever, 40, 50 grand a year out of it. I was like, that's crazy. And he's just doing content. But like, surely there's but no... this was about 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So surely you can't sell a mailing list now because an app will just get that mailing list in seconds anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. But that, that, yeah, it was about 10 years ago. Yeah, so yeah. It's funny. But to give you an example, actually, just to go back to the NSA, their, their inception. Yeah. Well, not inception, but a few, what, a few decades after. In the 70s, anyway. Or 60s, sorry. It was Vietnam. One of the things they were most known for is they played a crucial part in providing the evidence that the North Vietnamese had sunk the USS Maddox. That was what led yeah, the Americans yeah. uh, going to war. What's stri- what, what's your biggest take from that? Or would you know? Do you, does that that's the Gulf of Tonkin incident? Do you know a whole lot about that? No, I I was in the I in the summer we were in the war museum which is telling it from the other side. And it was really interesting. Well, there's there's no other side to this story because it's just known no, what no, happened. They, they just talk about how uh, they had their legitimate government <laughs> and then the Americans put in place a new government that was corrupt and then 
there is a whole uprising. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, yeah, that, yeah, no, sorry. But yeah, but I was yeah. just the so that's really the only of, side of it I know about it. Yeah. Sorry, no, but I'm just talking about the not the Vietnam War as a whole, but just the Gulf yeah. of Tonkin and the in- incident in particular. Anyway, okay, so to put it in perspective, so yeah, NSA apparently got the they were the ones who got all the evidence that they had sunk this American ship, which is what yeah. caused the Vietnam War. We now know the Gulf of Tonkin incident never actually happened to begin with. It was a false flag operation. <laughs> oh, really? So one of the big things the NSA had done was something that just didn't happen. <laughs> wow. So so they've never done anything. <laughs> well, they did. did like we, we know that they, they were the ones that got the information about the Russians threatening to <laughs> start a nuclear war, essentially. Yeah, yeah. We talked uh, before about how... I think on the Mad Max episode, I, I assume, where... The Russians had like didn't have quite have the nuclear capacity that the Americans did, yeah. But still enough to fucking destroy the world. But it was the retaliation time that was the big. The Americans oh, could yeah. retaliate within like six days, and the Russians took like thirteen or something. Oh yeah, so I it was all about that. essentially if Russia wanted to win the arms race or the nuclear war that they would start, they would have to be the first to do it. And that's the only way they'd win is if they launched first, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so that's essentially was their plan. That was the idea behind the launching them from Cuba. And it was the NSA that found out about that that stopped that from happening. So that's something good, you know? Yeah. But uh, you can't really trust them when they played a crucial part in getting the evidence for a war that costed thousands and thousands of people their lives and then it turns out well it didn't happen <laughs> at yeah. all and then, so they had no part and they said yeah we'll say that <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like yeah we'll back you up this is rewriting history yeah this is exactly really yeah yeah and there's plenty of other dodgy shit they've done but yeah that that's a big one when you had like actual evidence of a false flag operation what were we talking about i kind of went I just went back to NSA with that, but we were talking about big data in general. Yeah, and just information. And, um, I'll give you a laugh. My mum, who's not very tax, uh, tech savvy, is so paranoid about like she has an iPad, and anytime like half the apps on it don't work for her because she won't agree to any of the terms on them. Yeah, yeah. and it's always these things of like, oh, you know this wants access to your information she's like i don't want to give it access to my information and we're like that's how the app works yeah <laughs> like you need to otherwise there's no point in having this app and it like happens all the time and she said to us one day i was trying to fix an app on her ipad and she turned around to me and she goes or why she picked it up from the news and i think she goes but i don't want snowden to steal my data <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> it took like all my willpower not to contain like the huge laughter that's a brilliant but that's a real yeah like that sort of vague understanding of what's going on (laughs) that's brilliant and i imagine that's a lot of people like a lot of people don't know who edward snowden is i saw a video recently where it's like interviewing american kids on campus college campus (laughs) and her and I was like, uh, do you know what the word Orwellian means? They're like, no. Like, who's Edward Snowden? It's like, uh, is he running for president? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God, the biggest, the biggest story of the last 20 years. Yeah. Like, like that's, Edward Snowden's story is bigger than 9-11 even. Because yeah. it affects more people. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's just not as, doesn't have that big wow bang factor it does to me though i know yeah yeah but to so many people it doesn't see it's too um what's the word i remember it's too 
I can't think of the least like two million documents. Oh, I know, like, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's so fucking crazy. And like they're not. It's not like they're just fucking <laughs> notepad files. Like yeah, yeah. each document is well, a document in that means that it could be like the blueprint to a program like Prism or something. You know, it's not yeah, just yeah. a text file. I like no. There's people out there that just <laughs> don't know and don't care. It's like oh. no, as most people. See, the difference is people look at something and they go, oh, how does that affect me? Where you say, take, you were comparing to say something like 9-11, everyone goes, oh, that's terrifying. That could happen here. So it's, even though, yeah, but the Snowden thing's like, so it's like 9-11 is, oh, that's terrifying. That could happen here. But the Snowden one, what they should be is, is like, that's oh, that's happening. terrifying. That's happening. Yeah, like, yeah but people everywhere. don't look at it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's an odd one. But even like, because it's not like that didn't get coverage. Like, that oh, no, was got, all people. That was, and, like, he even said that, like, where he his biggest worry was that he just wouldn't get much media attention. Yeah. And then did, he, he never expected it would actually take off the way it did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and still nobody knows. <laughs> well, millions and millions of people do, but it's just yeah, weird yeah. that there is a certain group that just, in a certain age range. Yeah. You see, that's the thing, and that's kind of why it, it's good to talk about 1984. 1984 by, I think, after that's released, every year, it, this is how popular 1984, every year after it's released, yeah. it was published in a new language. Wow. By 1989, it had been published in like 65, no other book had ever been published, like none yeah. had been translated that many times. And I guess because like, oh, well, 1984 came and went and it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Almost the, then every year after that, it fell in sales the exact same. In the last, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, in the last five years, it's, I can't, I've seen the number, like, but it's bare, like, no new copies have really been sold in yeah. the last five years. Um, the people buying it are probably people that lost their old copy, like, yeah. uh, I've got four <laughs> copies. <laughs> and you'll find it's, as you were saying, it's the, the title is probably, what, <laughs> had that not been the title, it would have done better. Yeah, I think the the original title was The Last Man in Britain or something oh, like that. Okay. Or just Big Brother, like. Just, just call it Big Brother. 1984 is perfect title. That is right. It's a great title. <laughs> but, sorry, but my point was, because a lot of people talk about how, you know, oh, is 1984 going to happen? It's so it's amazing that it hasn't happened yet when you look at the capabilities of the NSA. The only reason it probably hasn't happened is because that book was written. Yeah, yeah, and that's always been every time like something Orwellian happens, and I'm using that word in the wrong context, but we'll talk about that in the yeah. other episode. But every, everybody goes, "Oh, 1984." <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so people kind of, I think that that almost the opposite of him writing a manual is where he it, it worked that he wore he wrote a warning, and people kind of it's kind of safeguarded against that happening, where people yeah. are like, oh. Is this a bit like there's government yeah. like lads? Is this a bit big brotherish? It's like oh, yeah, actually, it's like, yeah. yeah. You just see like a committee sitting around going, and then we put a camera in everyone's living room, right? And they all have to hang on. Gonna stop you right there. <laughs> he points to the sign and it's like, "Don't be big brother." Yeah. All right, and then in brackets, 1984, and he just goes, "Ah." Uh, but more people that yeah. when people see something like that happen, they're like, "Oh, this is." You can't do that. That's ridiculous. That's like fucking what Orwell was writing about. I know people have kind of just haven't trusted their government and have kind of 
feared that something like that could happen. Yeah. And now it's kind of, it's funny that as soon as that, like, post-1989, and I guess why the, the book stops selling after most of the communist empires fall. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fucking, what, two years before the Berlin Wall. Is it Berlin Wall 91 when that? It's 91, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's around the period where, like, the fucking Soviet Union breaks up, the Cold War ends. Like, people are like, oh, we don't need to worry about England becoming a state like that yeah, anymore. Yeah. They almost take it too literally or something. <laughs> I think there's nothing wrong with taking it literally. The year 1984 was released was the year fucking Kim Jong... Or wait, Kim Jong... I know Un is the grandson that's there now, but is that the, what the grandfather's name was? Anyway, oh, I can't the original the name. Kim uh, Jong, anyway. I was watching a video about North Korea this morning. But uh, that, the year he set up the the socialist, the North Korean yeah. socialist state, was the year that book was written, or well, released. So like, yeah, yeah no, you can take that literal. It's the exact same. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no, the point just being that it's funny as that book kind of dwindles in popularity yeah is when like it becomes so easy for big brother to exist and the people that should be the ones that be like hey don't do that don't know who edward snowden is so it's like yeah. you're, you're kind of like you just oh, like you're just back to square one where yeah that can happen again seems more feasible now that nobody's really paying attention to it nobody cares well it's, it's the fact i think a lot of the a lot of the young people who should be the ones uh, f- sort of watching out for that kind of a government are yeah. the ones that might actually be helping that type of a government take over. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. They're a lot more uh, compliant, I think. To I don't even think compl- it's compliancy. I think it's actively enforcing it. I think when you look at... yeah, We talk, kind of touched on it in the Fahrenheit episode. Like it's a lot. It's it's young college students now that are starting groups that want to ban certain words and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah it's like, like it, the over use of censorship and stuff, or they're over PC, overly PC and all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, it's a weird kind of generation, I think. Um, I know you're the same. I was always a very nonconformist. <laughs> I was never an outright like anarchist or anything like that. But I was. I've never been a follower. Yeah, no, not really, but I never, never really taught too much about it either. I guess that's what, it's the fact yeah. that you're you're not setting your clock by it one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Because even the idea of, like, the the sort of being all about rebelling against it, yeah, you it tend is. to just be conforming to somebody else's idea oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, somebody has written an anarchist mandate, so you're following that and yeah, joining yeah. the anarchy club in college. Like, it's... A... <laughs> We're just swapping one. For well, another. it used to be the thing of, you know, I remember being in school, like all the people are all about the rebels and all this. They're all like fucking listening to Rage Against the Machine, talking about socialism and wearing Che Guevara t-shirts. And so, yeah. But you realize it's a socialist government that yeah. is in control in 1984. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And they're all like talking about like, oh, they're all like the capitalists are the boogeyman. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that's the slogan of the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. And they're not real socialists either, but that's... We'll um, talk about that in the actual 1984 yeah, episode. Yeah. But yeah, but that's my point. It's extreme left versus extreme right. But it's just that... Yeah, I guess it... There's all these all these like 
it's not just 1984, but like there's loads of pieces of literature that serve can serve as like warnings being like don't let this happen and it seems like they really served their purpose for a while and it didn't happen yeah and now people kind of forgot about them and now it looks like it's more more likely more, than ever to happen exactly yeah and everybody's like, generation later or whatever or and two generations. people don't know about it now though they don't know that there's warnings there it's weird get out there and read 1984 <laughs> watch is the that film. is it just that because but it's weird because young people read more now like the the yeah, more books are sold. Even physical books do, yeah. are sell better now than they did ten years ago. Like, are they actually reading them, or is it a status thing to have lots of books? No, I think no. It's a, even you look at because fucking who who needs to pretend they're reading a Kindle? Like, I suppose. Yeah. No, I think I think younger like, especially younger girls are a lot lot smarter now. Like even like I'd use sites like Goodreads, like I'm going through reviews and like half of them are written by fifteen year old girls, <laughs> like yeah, and they're really well like written, put together. Yeah, yeah, but it might be just that they're not reading them. Maybe more. It might be sci-fi. Yeah, because nineteen eighty four in essence is just it's still a sci-fi novel. Maybe that doesn't yeah appeal it to doesn't. the generation that are reading. But then you have all things like the. All those like Divergent series and all, and the Hunger Games and all that kind of stuff has become hugely popular in the last like what five years. Yeah, but they're ro- they're more. I would say they're more fucking teen romance than yeah, sci-fi. yeah. But they have a lot of that kind of under them, but it's almost buried too much under them or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. what it used to be is sci-fi was this crazy setting to make commentary on society. Yeah, and now they're using this crazy setting that's a cool place to set a love triangle yeah but this is this is where it is i think it's going is the whole thing from even going back to like the 1984 and um a load of, like that sci-fi thing was it was all like you're gonna end up with this horrible regime of fear and big brother watching you and stuff where i think it's actually gonna go is, is what you're saying is it's the false utopia nearly it's the false presence of keep everybody happy and control them and it'll be fine rather than people living in fear of the government it's more like ah they're grand lads <laughs> when you're just convinced of that you know i think it i think that's where we'll go is this oh the overly pc it'll be a gradual build of people being uh i suppose convinced that it's okay you know but i think that yeah you see i think that's how any group like that would start though yeah I and mean, i think well, it, well, the simplest one is, like, everybody's talking about Donald Trump at the moment and comparing him to Hitler and all this kind of stuff. Um, but the whole thing is, yeah, Hitler's first speech wasn't, let's go kill all the Jews, you know what I mean? Like, he slowly built well, yeah. up there and then well, the, everybody, they were in too deep and kind of went, oh, shit, well, we better go along with this. The, the Nazi party where it would have started as a left wing. Yeah, yeah. Every, every political party, every philosophy becomes more and more extreme the longer they're in power yeah like if you're if you're if you're left wing typically they become fucking overly left overly liberal the longer yeah. they're in power same way um so i think like you're saying like yeah it'd be like the the sort of false utopian future would be like that but yeah. they would constantly become more and more extreme until you end up in the 1984 where it is where it's just it's demanded of you to believe it then rather yeah, than yeah. uh so I think you're right. I think you're go- we're yeah. going more in that direction, but I think the end 
is the same. I think you end yeah, up you at end the, the same, same point. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Need Four is very specific, and we'll go into that in the next episode. Yeah, but, yeah. Because it's all after war and all that kind of stuff. It's very different. But we're going into. I think we're going into a world of. It's a very different way. You know, we're <laughs> we're going there through peace, like not necessarily huge destructive war, but through conflicts and social attitudes are changing. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, again, we'll go more into it in the next episode, but in 1984 you have, well, yeah, you've got a war, World War II, everything yeah. else. I mean, is that even real anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you look at how certain news networks will drum up sort of Story. scare stories about you know foreign invaders and you know immigrants for example that are coming in there and are all undercover agents of isis and they're and going they're to stealing your jobs and raping your women and yeah i don't think they're really concerned with stealing jobs anymore isn't it now it's just they're going to come and blow up your country <laughs> like yeah yeah or they're all sex criminals and all this kind of stuff yeah yeah so, like it's this that's the same kind of scaremongering yeah i would i, I watched this video yesterday it was one of these things going around facebook and it was uh Syrian deaf boy and it was like his first day in a deaf school in uh, like Scotland or something like this and half the comments under it were going why should we fucking pay for his education and blah 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 all this kind of stuff it was despicable <laughs> but actually there was more comments of people saying I can't believe people are so negative about this that's, blah, yeah, blah, blah. that's definitely the majority and, like. like I had to stroke like I, I went I bet there's loads of comments about people giving out about this and it took me a good five minutes to find the first comment that was negative because it was mostly people defending the positive. But I think that's kind of like Poe's law anyway. I think most people that are that... If people are like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be paying for this. You know, we have enough problems ourselves. And they're kind of making a reasonable sort of statement. It's like, yeah. well, they probably believe that. But when you see the stuff where it's like, fucking immigrants, rapists. And they're just yeah, saying yeah. words like, that's just some asshole being a troll. Like, yeah, he probably exactly. doesn't. <laughs> like, he just is, he wants to get a rise out of somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But I guess, but that's the, the difference, be, the big difference maker from, like, something like 1984 and now, I think, it's just the internet. Like, that kind of changed yeah. everything. Like, I'd say Orwell would have been very happy to have seen the internet because that throws a spanner in the works well it's easy to spy but it's very hard to do it without people having ways around it like yeah. well, if it's 1984 it's like well, there's a camera in your tv and they're just watching you the internet allows them to do that but also allows you to like download tour and surf the internet anonymously yeah and and share you your views like it's very hard to manipulate the media to the point where the truth isn't out there when nothing yeah. can be deleted from the internet like yeah and as well it's we have com with the internet we kind of have complete freedom of speech and you can communicate with people all over the world and you've access to so much more information and so many more ideas where if you didn't have the internet you can control people with yeah. book burnings and rewriting history and yeah controlling like, the like what what they're exposed to with the printed medium it was about it was about revision of history yeah and it's hard to revise that with the internet because the original record is always going to be there. Yeah. But what you do instead, and it seems to be kind of what they do do, it's instead it's dissemination where they just flood yeah. it with so much alternatives that you yeah. don't know which one is true. Yeah, you don't know what to believe then. And that's kind of, it's now we're getting to that point, that seems to be what happens on the internet now. <laughs> like, yeah, and 
There's um, too many alternating views, and I, half of them seem to be like agent provocateurs almost. They're just put in yeah. there to just mix everything up. Yeah, and as and as well, we now live. I I feel he's someone who does a lot of online journalism. I, I write a lot of news stories and film reviews and stuff like that for like websites, and I think what used to be considered journalism just doesn't exist anymore it's just gone out the road out, out the door everything is just loony opinion blog yeah. pieces there's no such thing as checking your sources or any of that stuff anymore well, it's like thing, things like buzzfeed where people like people go to buzzfeed to get like not to get their news now but to form their opinions yeah. they just call oh what did buzzfeed tell me to and buzzfeed is the fuck like that's the cancer of the internet yeah, yeah. it's some of the it's the worst writing i've ever come across bonkers points of view yeah. Like it's completely, it's it's not it's just a, opinion pieces. It's not. It was just a propaganda machine as well. Like yeah. they they set out a plan of what what they want to yeah. convince their users of, and then they write the the, the article comes after where it's like. Oh, Buzzfeed! If you shocked. want to give me a job, like I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> All the news is it's opinion pieces. It's not news anymore. You know. Yeah. There yeah. is there is still plenty of newspapers and news media who are trying to do the real thing but then they all have political agendas and stuff kind of weaved into it all so much even though that was always there yeah it almost seems more present now and then the rest of what you see is just opinion pieces by people and and it's two guys sitting doing a podcast (laughs) you know yeah well it's it's opinion pieces and from just sources like yeah you just like why why does there because opinion pieces are like Everything Christopher Hitchens wrote was an opinion piece, but that's somebody yeah. who, whose opinion was worthwhile. Like, yeah, yeah. If Christopher Hitchens was writing for BuzzFeed; it'd be a different story. <laughs> um, well, no, there is there's very talented, very intelligent people out there doing stuff, but it's they're surrounded by a saturation of dumb shit, and it's kind of hard to see the, I suppose, the goodness in the mist of just yeah, yeah shite <laughs> yeah and there'd even be like to be honest like there'd be good writers even at buzzfeed the same way there was good writers working in the ministry of truth in 1984 yeah, yeah. like yeah there's a quote in it isn't there it's like oh i liked your news piece on this it's like you're a really talented writer yeah, someone yeah. says to smith at one point um yeah o'brien yeah yeah is it there's this dumbing down of society. Oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> of course. Yeah, and that's not even a conspiracy theory at this point. No, we no know that's just that a that's, fact. But that's definitely... I, I, t- I think that's a conscious decision by the owners of those companies. Yeah. Because it makes it's very easier to... It's the same thing. and It's easier to control people when they are less capable of fucking putting together their own thoughts. It's easier. Yeah. And in this case, it's not controlling that you know the totalitarian state it's controlling that well it's easier to sell them we can control what they want <laughs> like so it's easier yeah. to just add it. essentially it's sad that our version of 1984 is about selling people coca-cola but that's <laughs> but that's it but yeah. that's exactly it yeah, yeah but they want to dumb people down but just to make it easier to sell shit to them yeah like you'd probably find right your, your example of here's how you make a pizza i'd say over half the people who watch that video go i'm getting pizzas right and they'll just <laughs> get a pizza takeaway some, you know <laughs> but it's more about like because it's not even the video doesn't matter that no, could no. be anything that could just be a picture of <laughs> just a piece of dog shit with a fly on it yeah. <laughs> but it's the title that says you won't believe 
what happens oh, next. Like, yeah, yeah. nonsense. How far do you think they go to like bury news? Um, hmm. See, it depends what their agenda is. Like we, we know that, like so on Fridays you have news dump. That's where that most. If 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 they want to sneak shit by the public, they normally yeah. release those press releases. Like Hillary going to hospital and stuff that was released on a Friday because oh. apparently that's the, no people get off work. They're all they're thinking about the weekend. They're going away with the family. Yeah, shit yeah. that's released during the weekends gets buried in the news. They always yeah. have called it a news dump, and that still exists. And even with the internet, it seems the internet only helps it be buried. Like because so much yeah. can be released, but. I know, like, just we were talking about, like, BuzzFeed and stuff. With some of the stuff they report, I just think, this is such nonsense. Nobody should care about this. The fact that you're releasing this yeah. and <laughs> Gawker have an article about the same thing. It's like, this is obviously here to hide something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, an example, <clears throat> this is the, the, it sounds a bit mad conspiracy-ish, but a few weeks ago, I was on Facebook. Johnny was on one episode of those conspiracy guys. And <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah. No, so I was on Facebook one morning and I just saw this weird things like, I can't remember the actual details, but I think it was like, you won't believe this composite of Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe together. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like their faces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. how, whatever they look like. And I was like, that's such an odd thing. It's like, okay, ignored it. And then I saw somebody else post it. I was like, oh, it's weird. That's going, it's doing the rounds now. And then I was yeah. like on a news site and like RT News or something. And it was a separate, so a separate site. And they had an article about it. I was like, why is that a news story? Yeah. And I, for like two, three days, it, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. It blew up. It was up. the slider. Yeah, and coming. it blew up. It was fucking huge. BBC had a thing about it. Yeah. And then I was like, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up that somebody photoshopping two people's faces together is now a huge news story. It's like yeah. that there has to be a reason that that's. And so I actually looked. I started like Googling both of them to try and figure out. I was like, something, so, there's yeah. something else going on here. Three days before that came, that story blew up. Elijah Wood done an interview where he talked about how rapid pedophilia is still in Hollywood. Wow. With young actors. Yeah. Young actor, he's well, he's probably younger than us. Like he's yeah, he's around, but be around same ages as I think. He's like eighteen or something when he met Lord of the Rings. Like, but he was a child star. Yeah, former child star talking about pedophilia yeah. in Hollywood, and which they just, did never like that. Look at fucking what happened with what's his face. Uh, so, so, yeah, yeah. Like look at how they hit that. Like there's no there's no no <laughs> questioning what they were doing. There. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's definitely a conscious orchestrated oh yes yeah, so then if, you, if you're typing elijah wood into the internet this is what comes up yeah and yeah. you go oh that's cool somebody said something about elijah wood what was that again oh it must have been this yeah exactly and it's just and hide it's, it under and it. it's genius it is genius and it just shows how the internet can be unless you've got way too much time on your hands like <laughs> me and they're like what there has to be something more to this it'll be interesting to see what actually happened in the world the week that image of the dress that was black and blue that's the first thing i taught uh, white and gold i went back i kind of tried to figure that out but it was too it had all been a year like so it's kind of hard to yeah but imagine it had something released something related to gold (laughs) oh gold like if if the whole idea that like well this will put all the other results to the bottom like yeah yeah. Uh, but i'm not even joking it was probably like you know uh 
deposit of gold found to be belonging to everybody in the world will make all wealth uh, even, give everybody enough money <laughs> to live off forever. Um, if it's not claimed in the next like 10 minutes by a committee, uh, this corporation is going to take possession of it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, end of world hunger and uh, poverty. <laughs> but yeah, I'd wonder how, how common it is, like, because it's not often you can really go back and find that. It's easy yeah, when it's yeah. something like you can just go through everything that's came up with Elijah Wood in the last few days. That's um, mad. Yeah, and, and I'm not even. It might not have been three days, but it was literally within a week. And it wasn't like he didn't like fucking say any name. It was just a sort of a passing thing he said in an yeah. interview. But it was something that typically would get a lot of press. And there was coverage about yeah, it. Yeah. But obviously, it just got buried. Yeah, and there's stuff because like, they have to cover. It. If they do an interview with Elijah Wood and he mentions pedophiles, yeah. you can't not mention it. But you can yeah. write an article about it and then straight away. Especially he was some such nonsense. a beautiful, cute kid as well. Um, anyway (laughs) (laughs) the sad part is though now the only thing i want to search is the fucking photo of the composite of them together i know what i look like but i'm not going did you not see it now they kind of like it was was one of those sliders so you can go like halfway down their faces and go fully all the way it's just a yeah slider thing but the do you think there's genuinely like a bunch of fixers sitting in a room going, shit, what are we going to do about this? And one of them goes, do you ever notice how he kind of looks like Daniel Radcliffe? No, well, I'd say it's that, I mean, they're not, like, whoever done that photo, like, wasn't the first person to realise they both. No. Most people, like, confuse which one was which. Like, oh, which yeah. one was in the so third part and which. Yeah, this, the, I think it that, probably already existed and then they went, oh, let's run with that. I'd say every day there's somebody doing some Photoshop of either of them. And yes, that was they could yeah. make a story on that given day about that one. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a think tank sitting around, but maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if you actually went and looked at the first sort of ten websites to post that story, yeah, they're probably all drawn by uh, Evil Corp or whoever, uh, like, uh, Murdoch or something. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, by Evil Corp. <laughs> <laughs> There's some film or TV show I watched recently, and uh, they have just they did it in as like as a joke that they all work for something called Evil Corp, and it's never. That's, oh, it's Mr. Robot. That's why I was. Oh, that's what it is. It's, e, it's E Corp, but he calls them Evil Corp. I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, because I was thinking it was done quite cleverly. It wasn't like a sitcom, silly on the nose yeah. thing. Like, um, yeah, but no, I don't know. I, I reckon. There's definitely, not media manipulation in the sense that, well, no, I'm sure there is still, like, well, no, we know that the fucking media pick and choose what they... Yeah. The point is, is the truth is out there. It's just hard to find. But I think it's when you find it now on the internet, you just don't know which one is the truth. It's not just that it's hard to find. It's hard to tell which is the truth a lot of the time. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Well, like, going with... Social media, um, I know I talked about this before, was the uh, the credit system in China. Yeah, social credits. Yeah, and it's called uh, Sesame Credit, and I have a couple of notes here about it. The last time I said it, I, I know I mentioned it on, I think we did an Apocalypse Watch, I said it in, and I just kind of knew it as, I just watched a video on it and didn't have any notes in front of me or anything. I yeah, think it's yeah. kind of like this, but not like this, but now I have notes on it, it's so it's the government it's a a propaganda game essentially and it's created by the Chinese government 
working with uh, Transcent, who are a game designer. They own like Riot Games, Activision, Blizzard, all those big game designers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they all they they are building. Uh, they also own because China has loads of their own social networks. They don't use Facebook, and now China has a lot of internet censorship, which say we don't. And America doesn't, and Europe doesn't really, and so they control a lot of what goes in already. Can I add something to you just w- yeah, before yeah. you go on to... You're talking about China's control over the internet. Just to stick with the Big Brother thing. When you do try to access, say, Facebook... Because they've yeah. got their own Facebook. Facebook's banned in China. When you try to access the normal Facebook... Yeah. Two little police cartoon characters pop up on your screen. I think they're called Chong. And so, I can't remember. And they <laughs> essentially tell you you're not allowed to do that. Wow. And that they're looking out for you. So it's like... Big Brother's watching you. Essentially, yeah. You yeah. can't go there. Well, in the kind of vein of this, this is um, the game measures how obedient you are to the party line. Right, it's pretty much the idea. And it's so the company Transcend are also own their largest retailer, so the Chinese version of, say, Amazon. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so they pull down all your. Actually, what's your name again? Say that again. Uh, Transcend. Transcend. Okay. Yeah. And they pull down all the data from your purchases, from what you post online, all this kind of stuff. So if you if you post a negative news story about the government or something, yeah, yeah. you'll do social credits. If you put in going, you've had enough to eat today, or whatever it is. <laughs> so like, you share whatever the propaganda is, uh, then you gain social credits. And that's pretty much the basic idea of it. But... It goes further with the purchases. So if you buy, say, local, locally Chinese produced stuff, stuff or Chinese produced stuff, yeah. you get social credits. Um, or if you buy stuff that you need for work because you have to be at, you should be at work today. <laughs> you, uh, so you buy new boots or whatever, or new overalls for work, then you get social credits for that. Where if you buy like uh, video games from states or you buy anime or whatever yeah, yeah. from japan then you lose credits because that's considered not a good thing do they like would you lose more credit from buying from japan than you would from america i don't know they haven't i'd be really I've, interested i have a quote here where they don't explain the it's kind of, it, i, I kind of get to that being the type of country i'd imagine that you know your enemies you, you yeah. lose more points if you are in bed with the enemy kind of probably so basically, the government have the ability to decide what are good purchases and what are bad purchases. And you earn your credits based on that. So uh, at the moment, there's currently no consequences for having bad credit. But there are uh, bonuses for having good yeah. credit. You get quicker access to like government. So you apply for, apply for like a new passport. You will get it quicker <laughs> and uh, if you have good credit. Or if you apply for a loan, you're more likely to get the loan. Um, so, so it's all like... Anything that goes through bureaucracy, you'll receive a faster service for yeah. being uh, having good credit. But so there is a punishment because there's no in the yeah, middle. There, you no, either have good credit or bad credit. So yeah, there's no there's no direct punishment. It's like you, you but you get access to the deluxe standard services if you yeah, have good yeah, credit. Yeah. Is how they kind of be it. So it's all about. It's a very positive message. Is how it's all spun. But the plan is that it's due to become mandatory in 2020 and then penalties will come into place. Uh, the first immediate penalty is you will receive slower internet speeds, right? which 
is okay. That's not that awful. But then they're talking about doing things like uh, restricting what kind of jobs you can do, like restricting employment if you've bad credit. And then it has the kind of knock on effect through social media is you're able to see people's credit. You're able to see your own credit. So you go onto Facebook and I look at see who's in my friends list. I could see that you have low credit and being friends with you is dragging me down. So I dump you as a friend. Yeah. And that has this whole like knock on effect of it causes austerity and people are outcast. So it's, 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 saying it's like it's far scarier than the kind of big brother idea because it creates a culture where like people are spying on their neighbors without really being told to. You're not being told directly going like, watch out for those traitors. It's kind of like, oh, do you want to associate with those people? They're going to drag you down. And it's a little bit more passive, I suppose, than yeah, being yeah. told like, catch those commies kind of me- type of message, even though they're kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, uh, so it's designed to like make people fall in line and disassoci- disassociate themselves with the free and radical thinkers. Studio. It's bonkers, like. Well, the big because like that's not even subtle. Because the biggest problem with that, like I don't know, is an actual point system. Let's say it is. Let's yeah, it say is, you're yeah. in good standing, so you've got twenty points, and I've got fifteen, and yeah. then our friend is in minus five, so he's bad. He's the one we both have to delete him. Yeah, because he might and, drag me down to nineteen yeah. and you to fourteen by being friends. Yeah, with yeah. And those people would be just such outsiders then yeah uh where they i don't know they end up in a fucking forced labor camp at some point because they've got not there's no job they can have or did no nobody will hire them commit suicide whatever happens to that sort the person who's yeah. in the minus five they just eventually like within a few years that person won't exist anymore exactly because everybody like i have to have good social points so then what happens me being 15 even though 10 years ago that was really good you're still 20 so i have to be the, i hang out with 19s and 21s well yeah 15 becomes the new minus five yeah then when there's only 20s left some you, you have to start becoming a 25 they have you have to fucking do more than anybody yeah, ever yeah. did the, there's no end to that like it's no that's such exactly a dangerous system it's crazy like it just gets snobbier and snobbier in a, in a sense of like what's the best to have or where the best to be the thing with that like it can't it kind of can't last they'll the regi- regime will have to figure out another method to put in place because that like that there's has to be a limited life cycle i don't know it's kind of it's becoming because if it becomes the norm then it's the norm can that become the norm? Does that actually have the sustainability yeah. to exist? Well, the thing I think is mad is that it's becoming mandatory. And that is, like, you could, especially, like, you take China, like, you could be an uneducated factory worker who doesn't know how to use social media. Well, imagine when they say it's mandatory, it's in the provident, pro- provinces where... Uh, I don't know. I think it's I mean, everybody... parts of China that don't actually have access yeah. to power and stuff i know but i think they're going to take it beyond see i think it goes beyond just social media and online yeah, purchases. yeah it goes into it's the same as like the banks giving you a credit score but when you live how well a, you pay back when loans. you live in a village that still barters like how do you even gain social points like. that, that's the thing i don't know like that's but no, it's just a scary thought like i was i read this a uh, bbc article and they i think it's alibaba is the group who are 
part of the transcend. Um, I think Alibaba. Oh yeah, Alibaba is their social network. I think, and they run a dating website as well. And this is just quotes from the BBC report I read. Um, sorry, and it says uh, clients are displaying their credit scores in their dating profiles now, doing away with the idea that a credit score is a private matter. It's completely yeah. gone. However, Sesame Credit, which is what it's called, will not divulge exactly how it calculates its credit scores, explaining that it is a complex algorithm. <laughs> uh, however, Sesame Credit, or sorry, uh, the company refused to give an interview to the BBC, citing concerns that the government would refuse to grant a permanent license to issue credit scores if it engaged with a foreign media. So like, even the company are, are afraid at the moment to comment on it to the like foreign media like it's that uh, instead their spokeswoman issued a statement discounting uh, persistent rumors that the organization uh, monitors users social media activity when accessing their social credit sesame credit tracks financial and consumption activities of our users and materials published on social media platforms do not affect our users personal sesame credit score explained the spokeswoman it's a uh yeah, it's interesting. The funny thing is, like, a lot of Chinese people would absolutely have no problem with that. Oh, yeah, like, uh, part of this report, they had a video of, like, someone on the street in China asking people, and one guy goes, oh, I completely agree with it. I think it's a really good idea, but I like buying video games, and I lose score from then, so that's really annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then another girl was like, oh, yeah, we need to do this. People need to be better citizens. And yeah, stuff like, yeah. It, like, they're just... really indoctrinated. In. And the whole idea is that the first people who adopt it will be the people who are very patriotic anyway, Yeah, and they'll they'll set the standard, which is the really patriotic standard. But yeah, like, yeah, so uh, Sesame credits, credits. it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I'd be, I'd just be so interested to see where it is in fucking 20 years. I know, yeah. I imagine it doesn't exist, like, they kind of, it runs its course and it works, but they're like, they have to introduce, or it has to continually evolve into something else. Because I can't see it, it it can't, sustain itself I, I wouldn't have taught why well we we just we, we just talked about this but you just think it won't look that doesn't exist to reward people let's first of all put that yeah, out there. yeah. that exists to punish people once yeah. that stops being it once you stop being able to punish people with it why what's the point of it yeah, yeah. you then have achieved full but control over your citizens it, in a sense. It, yeah like a communist government doesn't want to start rewarding people the whole time they want no that yeah, exists true, yeah, to yeah. punish people so once once everybody's at 20 it's like well, then you're not getting anything extra yeah, yeah. then you're just in fact like won't that just become really costly for them because everybody's the, like everyone yeah, everybody yeah. like everybody's first for the mortgage yeah yeah so it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't serve a purpose yeah. um yeah it's interesting yeah, yeah. But then it'll be just interesting to see where China is in 20 years anyway. Like, Yeah. It's strange. Uh, interesting I country. The I guess the big difference, though, between, say, a, a Big Brother and an NSA is yeah. hiding it. Like, I mean, yeah. there's, there's posters all over London saying Big Brother is watching you, whereas... The official story here was nobody's watching you, so yeah, it's all yeah. secretive. Carry on with your business. Yeah, yeah. But do you it's think? Kinda... <laughs> do you think that uh, that changes with all that coming to light? Do they? I think a lot of like someone like the NSA are so the type of surveillance and watching people and being all secretive is such an indoctrined way of working for the organizations themselves. 
that I don't think they'll ever change about that, really. I think the whole idea of Big Brother watching you comes about when there's a reason to, like war, or there's a huge problem with, say, terrorism or something like that, which they're kind of getting towards, or they're making you think they're get, you're getting towards. You know, it's. I find it funny how nobody mentions CCTV anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it's nobody everywhere. talks about it. Like the, when CCTV started going up everywhere, that was the first time people were like, "Oh, it's like 1984." Yeah, yeah. Now though, like you have to, sure, Jesus, they're looking, they're looking after us. You have to have CCTV. If yeah. a crime happens, you're hoping see, there's a CCTV camera around. Yeah, people fucking buy houses based on if there's a CCTV <laughs> yeah, yeah. camera. You want to be, you want to be watched now. That, that was something that terrified people in the yeah. early well eighties. Yeah, yeah. Even up until the nineties, that was still a talking point. And say London is the most uh, has the most CCTV cameras in, yeah, the, in the world. Yeah. Now it's it's, it's expected to have to do it. Yeah, I like in a slightly closer kind of micro climate idea of that. I remember I worked in a shop as like a manager years ago, um, and the owner of the shop decided to install these cameras that she could sit at home and watch what we were doing in the shop. <laughs> so she could log in on her computer or she had it set up on her ho- in her home and stuff. And as it was, like, it directly changed our behavior because you're so much aware of the yeah. bosses watching you. So, yeah, yeah. And it, it, like, so it was, it was a very, it was a very kind of like a big brothery type of scenario of you're being watched by the big, big brother. So you behave The idea of a boss spying on people has always been there at all. Like yeah, yeah, but it was very... Bosses. Like, different. I've more recently worked in shops where, say, they have cameras, and you don't really give a shit, because you know no one really looks at them unless there's an incident. Yeah. Because that's the ad... Like, that's they're used for security, for if you get broken in, or something's robbed, and then you look back at them. There's not somebody at the end of the day who goes through them and tries to see... Were you misbehaving in work? Were you stealing something? Or, or you know, uh, were you standing around doing nothing all day? Whatever. I think only that you know, but I think a lot of people will just yeah. run through tape just to see. Yeah, Especially yeah. like when there's, like, a lot of places have cameras pointed at the till. Like, they're not, yeah, yeah, they're that's looking it, that's after Yeah, keep an the, eye on money going missing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, but does I mean you're only conscious of it if it's, if there's an incident or if there's, you know what I mean? You... Where this was like directly, we knew she was at home watching us while her kids are in school, kind of thing. How did you know that? Because she told us, right? And do you think she actually was, or did she just tell you to keep you? No, our our manager who was above me, he was like the area manager. He was just like, just so you know, she sits at home and watches this. So like, so she didn't tell you. No, and then she said it as well. She's like, oh, I got my new cameras in and stuff like she. But he was really like. He was really saying, just like having a laugh. He's like, can you believe this? She fucking sits at home and watches these cameras. And like mad stuff would happen. Like you'd be in work and you're supposed to wear, say, all black in the shop. And you'd be wearing your off black charcoaly gray trousers. And you'd be in work half an hour. The phone would ring going, why aren't you wearing black trousers? <laughs> this kind of shit. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, they're in the wash. Make sure you're wearing black tomorrow. Like, okay. Bye. <laughs> or this kind of it was crazy like really really affected your psychology of how you worked and how you behaved in work and to the point where you'd spend things like there's nothing to do there's nothing to clean it's really quiet so you would just pretend to clean so you'd look busy on the cameras this kind of shite like it's just a very this, the psychology of it to me was just very very different to like other shops I've worked in where it's it's there for security 
where this was it's there for the boss to be watching you specifically you you know not the potential thieves or anything like that yeah big sister <laughs> I was trying to relate that back I was trying to use that to bring that back to NSA <laughs> sorry well, we tried to get back to NSA so many times I think yeah. we'll just leave it um, touch on it again sometime uh, yeah no I think we just fucking move on to 1984 sure yeah we put an end on this then yeah yeah I reckon so not, not really going to edit much like oh, I yeah. couldn't be arsed <laughs> so yeah no we'll leave it there we'll do 1984 next week <laughs> Have a nice apocalypse.